This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hello and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week, figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's Word, hopefully become a little bit more encouraged and a little bit more like Jesus. But thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. So I have a question for you today. Who do you trust? I mean, really. I mean, unconditionally trust. I want to look at that today and unpack that question. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time that we can come together and be encouraged and support one another. And I thank you for your truth. And I just ask Holy Spirit that you come into this place. I pray for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love and that you open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us today. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I think this um, is piggybacking off of last week, and I think it's important as we looked at last week, eight things God can't do that he wanted to tie this in this week. And that's why he gave me this word for you today, because for a lot of people out there, they don't trust. They don't trust other people and they definitely don't trust God. And maybe they did at one time. Maybe they had just this overall good feeling about people. They could generally trust them. They had relationships, but then something happened, right? They were hurt. They were betrayed and the relationship was fractured and they built a wall and they weren't going to trust anyone again. I think we all have our own experiences of where that trust was broken. Maybe for you, it's in the family. Maybe it was in a marriage, maybe in a friendship, maybe a working relationship with another partner. But we all have a story that we could tell where that trust was broken. And I want to give you three things to be thinking about today as we look at that. And as we compare that trust to God, because I think that's what happens, right? We're hurt by someone. And because of that, we put everything, including God, in the same box. And we say, nope, can't trust God. This person hurt me. And I really opened myself up to this person. And I did this situation. And it all failed. And I cannot trust God. He's going to hurt me also. And the enemy jumps on and starts telling all the lies and feeding that till you get to a point where you no longer have a relationship with God or you don't even want to start one because the trust isn't there. 
Well, here's the thing that we have to realize and understand. Number one, people aren't perfect. They are human. And even the best of them, right, are going to have a bad day, are going to say something that they regret, are going to do something that will hurt someone else. And where we have to recognize is that people and God can't be put in the same box. Just because a person hurts you doesn't mean that God is going to. And just because a relationship failed doesn't mean your relationship with God is going to fail, which is why we talked right last week about eight things that God can't do. God can't lie to us. God can't stop loving us. God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow, right? And God is unchanging. It's what we see in our relationships, in these human relationships where they fail. But this is the other thing to think about. This is where grace comes in. This is where forgiveness comes in. This is where we are not throwing everyone in the same category and saying that they are all untrustworthy. This is why truly you need God in your life, in your heart to have relationships with other people because he's going to help you love them. He's going to help you forgive them. He's going to help you have that kind of grace to have that relationship with them because they are going to fail. I fail every single day. My husband fails every single day. We have sometimes really stupid fights. We say things that hurt each other. But the reason why we stay married, the reason why we can get up every morning and start over again is because of God. Because God shows us, right, that we are human, that we are um, not perfect, and he allows us to forgive each other and ourselves because of what Jesus did on the cross. And we need to keep that straight in our hearts and in our minds. And that is something that as you mature in Christ, you're, you're able to do. But back 20 years ago, no, I held a grudge. No, when someone hurt me, I, I could not let it go. Um, I had relationships with people that were that broke, that that stopped, and I never went back. Right? I built a wall and I said, never again will that person hurt me. Never again will I put myself in that situation again. I hardened my heart and I kept on going. Today, 20 years later, maturing in Christ, renewing my mind, having sat in many different chairs, I can look and see that I'm just like them, right? I'm broken, needing God. I make mistakes. I say things. I have hurt people, whether that was intentionally or unintentionally, hopefully unintentionally, but we're all in the same boat. Number two, and this is really important, and this is what I was kind of 
leading into a minute ago, no one is like God. And, and this is where we fail, right? We throw everybody in the same box. But God will not let you down. God will not lie to you. God cannot stop loving you. And we can't keep God on the same playing field, the same level as other people. A lot of times when I look at other people's uh, situations that are coming to me for counseling or for prayer, and, and one of the biggest things is that someone, uh, perhaps a father, has hurt them and let them down. And so they've equated that father-child relationship to Father God and their relationship with him, with them. And this is why it's so important that we need to keep that separate. We need to uh, believe and know who God is and that he's not going to do the same as our earthly fathers do or our husbands or our spouses or our family members, brothers and sisters and friends. The other thing that we struggle with, right, when, when we're looking at uh, God and our relationship with him is we're looking at the shape of the world today. And we're saying, how in the world can I trust God when he's letting all of this stuff happen? How can I trust God and want to have a relationship with him when he's allowing people to die and people to get sick and famines and wars and storms? How can I trust God and have a relationship with him when I can't trust how he's handling the world? Maybe this is you today. Maybe you've distanced yourself from God and don't want to have a relationship with him because you can't trust him because look at the mess we're in. This is a common thing that people experience, but it's also a lie. And to know who God is, you've got to go back. You've got to look at God's original design for the world and when you can do that and you go back to Genesis, you're going to see that God created the world perfectly. He created us perfectly. There was no sin. We were in relationship with God. Everything was beautiful and perfect. We were healed and whole and there was nothing missing and nothing broken. And we had God's perfect shalom. But then sin entered the world and everything changed. And what we see today in the world is generation after generation after generation to infinity of brokenness and sin and broken people and the consequences of all of those choices of years and years and years and years of consequences of sin. And that's what we see today. And with God giving us free will, which... I love, right, because he didn't want a whole bunch of robots, but everybody is doing their own free will, which is also compounding the situation. And so God, because he gave us free will, isn't going to jump in and change that now and take all of that back. No, we're seeing everything play out the way that it is because of 
sin. And yet, God has been redeeming our story even since the beginning, since the fall of man. And we see that redemption through Jesus Christ. We see how Jesus came into the world as God's only son to die on a cross, to forgive us from our sins, to bring us back into relationship with God and to start us on a brand new path of redemption. And that ends with Jesus coming again to take us home. That's how much God loves us. That's how much we can trust him. And that's how we can look at the world today and say, you know what? It is broken. It's filled with broken people, but God is still on the throne and God is working to restore us back to him. And we can stand on that promise. We can trust him. We may not be able to trust people. We may not be able to trust people the way we want to, but we have to remember that they are broken just like us. And we need to be able to forgive and have grace and and trust them and love them knowing that it's not the same as how we trust and love God. And then lastly, I want to leave you with Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I love this verse specifically because it tells us what we need to do, right? It tells us who we need to trust. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not just a little bit, not just a fraction, not just with this small little corner over here. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We may not understand the full situation or the full depth of this person or everything that they are capable of or whatnot, but he's asking us to lean not on our own understanding, but to trust in God. And with that, then we can trust that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We can trust that God has great plans for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope and a future. We can trust in God alone and he is going to give us the wisdom to navigate in this broken world with with broken people. And he says, in all your ways, submit to him. Not to submit to this person, not to submit to this situation, but to submit to God. And he will make your paths straight. Not this person, not this company, not this politician, not this government, not this over here, but God will make our paths straight. Who do you trust? Who do you trust unconditionally? I know that we've all been hurt by people, but we have to understand that those people aren't God that God wants us to trust in him alone. And when we do that, right, he will give us the wisdom. He will mature us. He will align our hearts with his word so that we can do the next step, so that we can do everything that he has planned for us when we trust in him alone. Amen.
I want to leave you with a video today that I'll show you once we close in prayer. It kind of sums all this up with a pretty red bow and helps us understand the struggle that we have in trusting people, but that we need to trust God, that we need to trust God with our lives, with everything, and that He will, just like we looked at last week, He will not fail us. He will not stop loving us. He will not lie to us. And that everything that He has spoken over us, right, these promises of purpose and abundant life and the plans that He has for us will not return empty and void. We can trust God in all things. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you that we can trust you. And I just ask, Lord, as we have to navigate this broken world with broken people, that we will trust in you with all of our hearts, that we will submit to you, that you will make our paths straight and help us to navigate and take one step at a time moving forward into everything that you have planned for us. I pray that you will give us an abundant measure of grace, your grace, to be able to live with people that are going to hurt us, uh, just like we hurt them, that you will give us grace and forgiveness and that we will be able to love them just the same way that you love us, Lord, and forgive the same way that you forgive us. I just pray for each person listening, each person watching, no matter what they're going through today, that they will feel your presence in a real and tangible way and that you will give them just your supernatural grace and forgiveness and love to navigate whatever path, whatever journey they are on today. We love you. We thank you for these words. We seal it all up by the blood of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today, for being with us. I'll leave you with this video. But until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed.
Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.